0: Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Hello everyone, and welcome to the second season of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. My name is Satu Mäkinen and I'm the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, the first of its kind beauty challenge showcasing the incredible 100% natural cosmetics from the Nordic countries. With this episode, we start a brand new season of this podcast. In the coming episodes, we will get to know the brands and the people behind some of the nominee products of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2021. And today I'm chatting with Olga Rinkvist. She is the founder of Aquist Cosmetics, a Swedish natural skincare brand, which makes waterless and multifunctional cosmetics in a piece of art. I will let Olga herself explain better what this is all about. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast, Olga. (laughs) Thank you so much. So excited to be here. This is really exciting. I'm so happy that um, you managed to take this time to talk with me and share a little bit more about oquist cosmetics is that how you pronounce the brand
1: yes that's um, how most people pronounce it we
0: actually did, <laughs> didn't think about this when we created the name but <laughs> it sounds good yeah i feel like in finland people would say probably just simply oquist yeah and then english-speaking people might say oh oquist exactly uh, yeah the swedes also say oquist yeah so it makes sense uh well we could start from somewhere a little bit about your background and what made you to get on this path and, and found Oakvist Cosmetics. Yes,
1: thank you. Um, so Oakvist is actually a duo out of a father and a daughter, so I'm the daughter obviously, <laughs> and we both have a background in the beauty industry. Uh, my, my dad has been working um, with developing natural skincare for the European pharmaceutical market for the past 20 years and I've been working in Swedish um, fashion and beauty retail. So that's kind of our background. And um, yeah, so it was kind of a perfect match because we both have had this experience. Uh, Mine was in branding and sales and strategy, whilst his is more, you know, the logistics development um, formula part of it. So yeah, so that's um, kind of our background. And um, we, actually talked about doing something together um, for a long time ago. And um, we never kind of, you know, got to the point when we actually knew what that would be. Um, And when I was still working in the beauty industry at the big Swedish uh, beauty brand, I kind of started to become more interested in sustainability and I started to, you know, live more sustainably consciously in in my life and then of course it was very easy to recognize how much was unsustainable in a big um, you know retail uh, fmcg industry um, and so that got me thinking and okay is this really the way it could be done you know is this the way we can um create and uh, consume beauty and so then I got pregnant and had my son, and as a lot of mothers, I would guess, you know, you go through a lot of uh, changes in your value system and your kind of, you know, view of of the world and yourself in the world. And I kind of that's when when it hit me like we, there must be another way to do um, beauty more sustainably than uh, it has traditionally been uh, made. I mean, traditionally in the past fifty years, let's say. And so, yeah, so I had to talk to my dad and we kind of decided that we would challenge this, um, the problems that we find in the beauty industry today from a sustainability point of view, but also from other points of views, which we might touch upon today. And so, yeah. And so our kind of idea then was to what we call (laughs) become a 360 sustainable brand, meaning that we are. This is something we do from the beginning. So even before having an idea on a product or on anything, basically that we do, we think about the sustainability aspects from from different angles, like from old angles, instead of just reacting um, afterwards, so to say, which is, of course, because before... We didn't know much about sustainability right so a lot of brands that have been existing for a long time they've been they had to adapt um, after the fact that they've been doing something right whilst we have the opportunity to do something from the beginning like in the right way from the beginning and so that's how it that's how it came about
0: yeah from very strong ideas and strong calling could we say like that you exactly. wanted to change something in industry and in the product so exactly exactly if you could tell a little bit more about what kinds of products you do. Um, I know there's something very special, so that's it's exciting.
1: <laughs> well, I'll start actually with the insights because this, this special part or unique part is in the packaging. But since we are a beauty brand, we still don't want to be, you know, we don't want people to be blinded by the packaging um, because we. We are actually not an interior brand. <laughs> so the insights um, it's four products. that's our whole portfolio, and um it's multifunctional products that together replace twenty products. So four products together equals twenty products. This we have done with um consciously, so that every product has at least five functions instead of you know one or two, as you would traditionally find. And this we do through um, the fact that the formulas are waterless. So we don't use any water in our cosmetics or any of the formulas, which allows them for more concentrated formulas, which, um, you know, last longer. Mm. You don't have to buy them that often. And um, they can then be more multifunctional compared to if you have a lot of water. And this is good, of course, for the environment, because you don't have to buy yeah. five units, let's say, if you can have them all in one. It's also good for the wallet, if you're for the consumers, so you don't have to buy so many units. Um, and then actually from a feministic standpoint that, you know, a woman doesn't have to buy 25 different products to look good. And, and also the time aspect, so you don't have to spend... All this time to put on all this million of products although that can be fun i know i <laughs> used to be a skincare junkie as well i would like have this 10-step routine but you know so it doesn't so it doesn't become a slave to the to the marketing yeah uh, saying that you need all of these products to look good so that's the multifunctional part and as i said then the waterless part has to do with both the usage i mean for the for the consumer of course because um if you don't have water, you don't need to use preservatives because mold and bacteria grows in water. And if you don't have it, you don't you don't have to add it, so to say. Of course, we use stabilizers so that the formula keeps stable for a longer time. Um, but we don't use preservatives, and that's better for the skin because preservatives are created to kill bacteria. <laughs> and since our skin, um, our skin's most important function is the skin barrier and the skin microbiome, which actually is a set of bacteria, <laughs> you don't want to kill them, right? So that they can perform their job. So uh, from that perspective, it's better for skin so it doesn't get irritated and, uh, you know, you don't have allergic reactions or this inflammation, which is a, a trendy word in, <laughs> word in the cosmetics industry. <laughs> So, yeah, and also for the environment, because the uh, preservatives, um, not all of them, of course, but most of them are not good for the environment. So when they end up in water or in the, mm. you know, in nature after use, uh, they can harm eco life, like ecosystems and aquatic life. So that's how we secure <laughs> that part, like for on the inside. And uh, yeah, so that's that's basically the the concept of the preservatives. Uh, products itself, like the, the formulas and the products. Then again, yeah, <laughs> the, the unique part is the packaging because yeah, we uh, store our products in uh, terracotta clay. So it's it looks like little sculptures that are designed to look not like cosmetics. <laughs> so usually when people see um, just a photo of the, the packaging standing up, lined up together, they usually, they don't understand what is this? <laughs> <laughs> It's it kind of looks like a interior arrangement of some sort, uh, but it's actually cosmetics inside, and it, the formulas are then designed to be stored in there and to be poured out in a in an easy way, so to say, from from the, the liquid formulas at least. Yeah. And um, yeah, and the reason we have terracotta clay is because it's the most sustainable, from our research at least, uh, of the materials on the market today. Uh, if you look at the most sustainable or the most common sustainability aspects when comparing materials. Um, And also because we um, want people to upcycle the packaging after the product inside is finished. So hence we've put a a lot of effort into the design. So not just having a simple jar because that would be quite boring maybe. (laughs) Although that's of course upcyclable. I mean, you can use the jar for other things. But for us, it was important to actually create something more than just uh, functional but also something that is almost almost like a piece of art (laughs) like a sculpture yeah so that people don't want to throw it away Uh, although if someone ever decides to throw it away it's actually not going to harm the environment because terracotta is a um, clay (laughs) that comes from the earth Uh, terracotta is an italian word for Um, cooked earth so terra is earth and uh, cotta is cooked (laughs) so it doesn't contain any chemicals or toxins and it basically just becomes small rocks again Um, so from that perspective like from the whole (laughs) life uh, life cycle of the packaging we have really made sure it doesn't you know that it doesn't leave too much trace behind
0: yeah this is something your packaging is really something I don't know if there's another brand in the world that does anything like this, even in the conventional brands. Do you know?
1: Well, we really (laughs) tried to find one, but we couldn't. So I think at the moment, at least we're the first ones. I mean the Egyptians used to store their cosmetics in terracotta packaging. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah. So, yeah, they were the first.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we're not the first in the, in the whole, you know, universe. <laughs> but in, in modern times and in the form of kind of artsy objects, um, we seem to be the first ones. And so we've gotten a lot of, um, actually, from Italy. Italy loved this concept, um, the ones who have, you know, scene we just launched a couple of weeks ago so Mm. quite new uh, with this whole thing and um, they just love it because terracotta is italian (laughs) and uh, and so uh, we have and our terracotta is actually from italy where it was kind of invented so to say or invented but (laughs) it was invented many thousands of years ago but you know the word comes from at least and uh, so yeah we seem to be first as of now at least
0: We'll see what comes in the future months and years. Uh, what about they are so beautiful? I'm sure that people don't obviously want to throw them necessarily, or they want to perhaps upcycle. But is it possible also to refill them if they want a second product, for example?
1: Yes. So we will uh, have a refill program. Um, right now we have launched one product, and we have the three more to go.
0: Yeah, you just launched, so it's brand new.
1: Cool. <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we will then have a refill program once all of the four products are launched so by the end of the year we plan to have this refill uh, up and going Um, and right now we're evaluating the materials as I said then all the steps we do we need to really make sure that it's uh, you know thought through and um, so we're looking into materials for the refill packaging there was an idea of maybe uh, having the consumers send us the empty packaging that they've used so we can fill it up and send it back. But then there's so much shipping <laughs> back and forth, whilst we're probably going to use some sort of cartoon material for the refill. So you can buy it together, I mean, at the first purchase, so to say, so you don't have to send it back and forth.
0: Makes sense. Um,
1: yeah. And so if it's going to be something, that is hard to recycle, like Tetra Pak, for instance, which is quite common, but it's actually not that many opportunities to recycle um, Tetra Pak. We will then offer a return envelope so you can you know, send it back to us and we can recycle it properly. Mm. Um, so that's what we're doing right now, trying to figure yeah. out which one, which which is best out of those um, alternatives.
0: Yeah, perhaps we can talk a little bit deeper about the The product's interior, so to say, we can maybe start with the six-in-one anti-aging serum that you have, and it's also nominated in the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards this year. Congratulations about that as well. Thank you. But it would be really nice if you would like to talk a little bit about the ingredients and how does it actually work, the six-in-one product, and and so on.
1: Yes, so that's the first one we launched, and it's actually one hundred milliliters. So compared to like traditional um, volumes you would see on the market it's actually three times more so just as an add-on to the refill is that since we have more product inside it should last longer as well so the refills shouldn't happen too too fast to say <laughs> but so back to the product um yeah it's a face product so it with anti-aging properties um but it's also suitable for younger skin if someone is not concerned about aging yet and just saying that because a lot of youngsters are afraid to buy this because like oh what's gonna happen to my skin if I put this on it but it's actually not like dangerous so to say there's no strong um actives that are bad for the skin um and so it's yeah it's six and one it's uh, eye care day care night care makeup remover neck and decolletage care <laughs> and aftershave so um from the consumers we we've heard back from after purchasing this product, they it's usually women who um, you know buy it for themselves and then they have it standing on their shelf in the bathroom and and their boyfriends then or husbands are like oh what's this weird figure on our, in our bathroom and you know they start a conversation and she says oh it's actually an aftershave you can use after your shave. And so it ends up them both using it. um, And that's the intention that it's uh, actually unisex. It's not just for women. (laughs) And the base for this product is rosehip oil, um, which is, I don't know if most people maybe know about rosehip oil, but it's one of the most luxurious, so to say, um, face oils uh, out there. Um, And we have more than 65% of this oil in, in the product. So instead of water, this is what we have inside because a standard. Water based product is usually 80 to 97% water, mm. which doesn't have a function in itself. Uh, whilst here we then reverse this <laughs> equation, uh, which makes it last longer and be more effective. And rosy oil is rich in vitamin A, vitamin B, C, E, and K. And so it's very active in itself, even though we use it as a base. And then the second active, um, like more active ingredient is something called paracres extract um, or the scientific, or I don't know if it's scientific, but more like brand scientific name is Gatulin Intense, which is a natural um, extract from a plant that, that is called paracres. It's been clinically proven to uh, reduce wrinkle appearance and it does it by stimulating the fibroblast or fibroblasts in the skin which helps uh, increase collagen production yeah it's actually visible from the first application so people are amazed at like what already i see an effect <laughs> uh, then of course it's not as uh, prominent as you use it so it gets better and then it, you keep your skin uh, working or the fibroblast working so that you have a better collagen production um so that's the second one and then we have of course some other ingredients in there that are not as active in in this way but they are of course also important so like jojoba oil which is good for sebum production and hydration we have cucumber oil which is um good for calming the skin vitamin e which we add uh, additionally to the (laughs) rosehip serum and yeah other stuff that keeps it very potent, so to say. So, you you know, there's a lot of stuff packed in, in a small, um, how to say, in a small volume. So, you don't actually need that much of it. You just need a couple of drops and that's enough.
0: Yeah, it's incredible how well these, any kind of oil-based products last. Like, it's incredible if you've yeah. been using creams or water-based products before, that yeah. it's it's really, you need a drop or two, usually, of these oils.
1: Exactly, yeah and it feels strange in the beginning, especially if ones are like like a beauty junkie <laughs> as be like, even me when we started this brand and for me, it was hard to kind of downsize my routine and then like just live with the fact that I just need one product. that was kind of strange in the beginning, but then you realize how much time you've spent um and this happened during the pandemic as well. <laughs> I' was like, oh wow, this is amazing. I don't have to spend all this time in front of the mirror and still you know be happy with my with my skin mm. so yeah
0: yeah how would you use this product if you use it as a makeup remover and then as a you know hydrating product also would you um, use water or other products in the middle or how would you do your routine with the product
1: yeah so for hydration um I would say like all of the products um can uh, be like hydration can be improved if you first damp your face with water like just regular water from it's better of course with really clean water Mm. (laughs) um and then not um removing it so not drying it and and applying the product right straight on the on the damp face that will help the water molecules to penetrate your Mm. skin and then you, you get the natural hydration that way um when it comes to makeup remover we usually say you know you use a uh, little cloth or um, a cotton pad which you then wet with water so it's wet and then you add some of the product and then uh, remove the makeup you, you want to remove and even works on um, waterproof makeup which I usually if I use mascara I always use waterproof mascara and um, um, it actually takes that away too <laughs> so yeah it's effective in both ways
0: yeah, this, I mean, oil is very good in melting the makeup, even like conventional makeup. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, then we could talk maybe a little bit about, I mean, you have obviously very strong ideas of how the world probably should be. So how do you see the future of beauty industry, or in general, how we're going to live live our lives? Yeah,
1: that's a big, big question. Um, Just a small
0: question. <laughs> yeah.
1: How long time do we, have we got? Yeah, we have time. Uh, okay. Uh, no, but I think that um, what's going on now is everything is going in the right direction. I think that um, both consumers and brands are starting to become more and more informed, more conscious um if i don't know five years ago being a conscious consumer was a bit weird that was maybe something that would be viewed as you know some extremist person (laughs) in in convention in the conventional context whilst now it feels like even the normal consumer so to say thinks an extra uh, time before doing a purchase or before you know falling in love with a brand and um i think this will this will just increase, uh, or I hope it will. And also, it's not good, of course, but uh, that we see so many effects now from the climate changes, especially this year with uh, all the fires, all this crazy weather and, you know, rain that is coming down. And um, also this latest report that has now kind of showed that, yes, humans are responsible for climate change or for the rapid increase in, in temperature. So Mm. I think now people really see this happening in in the real world. It's not just like a concept on some documentary anymore, um, which will then, I hope, (laughs) bring even more people to to think uh, before they, um, you know, buy things or do things uh, and how it actually affects the environment. Um, And once consumers does it, then the brands follow Unfortunately, it's not the other way around. And so I hope even the big brands, the big, um, you know, who has big budgets uh, can then maybe do more than just um, the green color and (laughs) eco-friendly labels, but actually, you know, doing things. And they are the ones who actually have the power to do that because they have, you know, so much uh, money, (laughs) basically. Um, So I think this will continue happening. Um, I think that... Waterless beauty will grow even more. Uh, it is growing year on year from quite small numbers. But it, of course, waterless is very hard to do for a big brand or a brand that started off as water-based uh, because all of your pricing is based on uh, water, which is very cheap compared to, for instance, rosehip oil. <laughs> but I think this will, will uh, increase in popularity. There will come more waterless uh, brands and Products um, and this will also, I think, push the R&D in this field because most um, R&D is done on water-based uh, formulations, so it's on water-soluble uh, ingredients and you know solutions. Um, so I think we will see more components and active ingredients that are also oil-soluble. So you can create waterless products with you know a more vari- variation of uh, ingredients um so yeah i think that and also i think the skin minimalism which is already a trend uh, but it will continue i think also after the pandemic just like with myself i think a lot of women (laughs) realize like wow how much time did i spend on (laughs) on my face
0: um and money as well
1: exactly exactly so i think that will um follow as well and um yeah i think niche brands like ourselves or smaller brands um and it's already happening as well that People are more interested in that and questioning big marketing campaigns and you know being more informed. And so, when I talk about our brand and our kind of um, idea behind it or ideas behind it to people who are not maybe so interested in, in cosmetics or just like regular consumers, um, they are so amazed over how little they know. Uh, although, this is not like rocket science, this is not like you know a brain surgery, <laughs> so and um yeah and so they start to to get interested and start to research themselves and like okay so what is actually what is why am i buying what i'm buying and what is good for me and you know so i think people will become more informed on the choices they make Uh, not just like um the environment but also what is good for the skin and why is this good for my skin and so i think the power of marketing is gonna (laughs) decrease um
0: yeah, and I mean, maybe it's a different kind of marketing as well. Like you say, that you do kind of a lot of education, kind of as your marketing as well, because it's important that people know about why your products are better or why natural products are better, for example. Exactly. And that they realize that, for example, conventional products might have so much water in it. Exactly. Like many people don't even know that. So
1: exactly. I mean, I have even fellow um, brand owners who are like, "How can you store your products for so long without preservatives?" And and they are having a beauty brand not knowing that you know what water does and why. Like for them, it's so obvious you need to have water. <laughs> so yeah. So it's a it's a long way, but I think we're we're on that way at least.
0: You're posting a lot of amazing material uh, on your social media and everywhere. So it would be probably nice to know where people can follow you and. Get all this information of course of um of the education and of your products and everything else
1: yeah so we um very active on instagram that's like the only social media we use I, we we think it's a good platform it's easy to connect you know show things and explain and educate um and our name there is Oakwist underline cosmetics so just the name with an underline and then our website is in the link in bio, but it's <laughs> Um And I would say those are the two main kind of uh, platforms that we, that you can connect with us on and, um, and see what we're doing and where we are in the process of developing the products or they are developed, but launching them at least. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what about where people can find and buy your product already? You've just launched, so it's all yeah. brand new, of course. But um.
1: So at the moment, it's uh, at our website. Um, and as I said, we have one product launched, uh, six in one serum. So I would say it's actually six products. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it's packed in one. Uh, and that, that one is available on our uh, website. We do ship worldwide. Um, we're trying to solve this costume fee uh, thing <laughs> right now, so, so we can ship to third countries without too much extra pay for the consumer. But yeah, we we ship worldwide, and in the future, of course, once we have all the products uh, launched, we will you know go to stores and to other retailers, distribu- distributors who who are interested in our products. Can't really say who yet because we're in the middle of mm-hmm. negotiations. But that's our aim and our strategy is to do more. Um, retailers and stores and distributors, because that's better for the environment than sending one piece to directly to clients <laughs> all over the world. Although that's what we're doing now, but it's not huge quantities and in the long term, it's better, of course, to send big quantities in one transport <laughs> and then have them, you know, closer to, to the consumer.
0: And have it more locally ready than than to use. Exactly yeah oh my god this is such an interesting well topic first of all but then you have such a great concept that you've created that um it's just really interesting to share this this knowledge to onwards and so on so but um thank you for your time i think we're coming up with our time but uh thank you so much for this time oh thank you that you had and all the information and everybody go see oquist and instagram and um yeah let's let's get this message forward thank you so much so nice to be here thank you for listening to this episode of the nordic natural beauty podcast make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes if you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast please share this episode We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNBAwards. Until next week, bye-bye!